Oh. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. A the show where new brand new Pinfall Podcast. Um today we're gonna just talk about wrestling. We're at, at, well, I mean, we always talk about wrestling. Yeah, that's not really different. This is uh we're we've switched formats. If you didn't watch our 2K22 live stream, um we are switching things up, not doing post shows for Dynamite and Impact. Um, we are now doing a weekly roundup of all wrestling that's happened. Um, so that includes all, w, all WWE, all AEW, uh, Impact, and New Japan if it happens. Um, anything. Anything we watch. New Japan probably more so when like Tag League starts, I would say. Yeah. Because that'll be... Or Autumn Attack. Yeah. Autumn Attack is... I don't know. It's one of their filler it's shows. It's more but... like... Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, <clears throat> we've had a pretty decent week in wrestling. We had Bound for Glory yesterday, which we unfortunately did not watch. Um, we were watching the uh, uh, wild card games for baseball. Um... But we did catch up on some news with it. We caught up on SmackDown. Um, and uh, had some decent stuff on Dynamite. Really fun Dynamite. That was super fun with uh, Wardlow vs. Brian Cage. I didn't actually get to see a ton of Dynamite. Really? I thought we watched it Yeah, together. remember? We didn't because I... Walked out the moment that. Um, oh yeah, you were you were making uh, brownies. Yeah. Uh, it was. It I didn't want to watch. Super fun. Um, impact was also pretty great. Um, with uh, Moose for Steve Macklin with Sammy Callahan as guest ref. Um, SmackDown, which featured Sheamus versus Gunta. For the Intercontinental Championship. Um, that was a pretty good episode of SmackDown, actually. It was. I, I've i been loving WWE lately, minus NXT. NXT, I think they're, like, kind of retooling at this point. Like, it... It feels like they're kind of in flux. It won't ever get good to me until they feature less. They have, like... They try to cram as many matches as possible... Barely get some over five minutes, but most of them are under five minutes. Like this week, we had um, four matches under five minutes, and then three that were over. So eight, what was it? Uh, seven matches total in two hours. That is ridiculous. Like I get you wanna you want everyone to get reps, but if people can get reps not on TV. <laughs> yeah. Feature those that should be featured. Yeah. I, um... I don't know. I I just feel like they're in a weird place right now. Um, they are. That's, like, the only way I can really describe it. Because, like, it just seems like they don't quite know what they're doing, especially now that they've kind of gone back to the black and gold sort of vibe. But... Like, aesthetically, not... Obviously not. 
they they may be going back to black and gold but i don't think they're switching anything up creatively because Shawn michaels is still at the helm that's not changing um bruce pritchard and vince had nothing to do with nxt creative prior it was all Shawn michaels so it's not like they're in any transition in that aspect um but halloween havoc does look like it's going to be a lot of fun um maybe that'll be some kind of transition to to old black and gold but at the same time like i don't see them ever going back to how black and gold was which was uh uh very indie feeling um just banger matches is the priority i think that's not what they're prioritizing anymore um we're just not gonna go back to that and you know i don't think they should honestly i really don't i'm i'm torn just because like i liked black and gold probably the most of all the shows but i just don't see them hiring people like that anymore well you know there's like they yeah they aren't really hiring wrestlers anymore i don't know because we're seeing carl fredericks uh at the performance center we might see him on tv yeah carl fredericks was at the performance center so really yeah yeah hmm. okay um i definitely News to me i definitely think they will keep up hiring wrestler wrestlers um because i think it was a vince edict to get more um athletes as opposed to wrestlers so maybe i mean they still have their next in line program which is like for college athletes so yeah yeah um but we i mean some of the best wrestlers on nxt right now are some of those next in line people like the creeds yeah oh my god and i heard good things about um thea haler thea hale is great she she is wonderful She's got a she's got a great energy. Yeah, I I didn't like her at first because I was like, she's twelve mm-hmm. basically. But and it's like her relationship with Andre Chase is is something that we should be seeing in this developmental um, brand, which is get these people who are new to the sport um, working alongside those that have been doing it for a long time, like Andre Chase. So that they can get more comfortable and, and they're not like, um, who's a, who's a bad example? Um, I can't, I, I can't think of any like athlete right now that's like not doing well. Um, but get them working alongside them so they can develop their character and their, their chemistry with wrestlers in the ring. Um, instead of just working on their own and trying to figure it out. Yeah, I think um, um, they have a good thing going, and it's been working out for them. So, I mean, it is weird. I mean, I fucking hate the guy, but it's weird that Gable Stevenson has not been, like, Around. part of anything. Because, I... like, they were really high on him for a really long time. Yeah, my theory about that is he's going to show up during Halloween Havoc. We're going to get Damon Kemp versus... Or Damon Kemp and Gable Stevenson versus the Creed Brothers. Uh, that would make sense. Yeah. Brothers versus brothers. 
Um, you want to talk about some news before we get too in depth on some of these shows? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wasn't going to do a dedicated news segment. I was just going to do when we got to the show, mm. talk about that news just because I feel like it makes more sense that way right now. Well, there is also some news that I just remembered that is oh. not associated with any show. Oh, well, go for um, it. First up being that Tough Enough winner Sarah Lee passed away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That um, was bad. She, uh, she was married to former, formerly known as Wesley Blake, Weston Blake, um, and she passed away. How old was she? 30? 35 yeah she wasn't that old she was very young the the cause of death hasn't been released but um there's a gofundme currently uh to to help weston blake father his three kids by himself yeah um yeah it's it's very tragic and and a lot of wrestlers are talking about it because a lot of them were very close to sarah lee yeah it's very sad yeah um and and similar uh tone Mandy Rose's brother oh Jesus. passed away too uh which might be a reason why we haven't been seeing Mandy Rose on TV um there was a segment on NXT where she, there was a car that was implied she was in it but really wasn't yeah um, and and she might be taking time off because of that and you know what she should take as much time as she needs to uh, deal with that grief yeah for sure yeah um it's very tragic all around and it sucks that that's kind of our only news Nothing well it's not our only news it's just our only not really related to anything news yeah. per se so unfortunately right. that just happens to be the case yeah yeah all right let's talk about some wrestling let's talk about some raw that opened up the week for us um this was the raw go home to extreme rules and featured a lot of damage control as it should um first things first we had dakota kai versus candice LeRae, where dakota won um but that featured an impromptu challenge between Alexa Bliss and Io Sky, which was right after um Io Sky won. Um so big wins for, for damage control. Actually it wasn't right after, that was later in the night. This the way this uh recap is formatted is weird. Mm-hmm. Um we also had Judgment Day versus there's AJ Styles and Rey Mysterio. Um, Did you see Finn Balor's post where he was like, "My friend AJ"? <laughs> like Jesus. I Christ. did not see that. Um, it was really funny. But AJ was pissed off at Ray because Ray was distracted by Dom. Um, I this just makes me really want Dom versus Ray to happen eventually. Yeah, I um. I don't know if we're ever going to get that because I know that Ray was like, I don't want to fight my son. Yeah. But um, I kind of don't see how we can't have it at this point. Yeah, we got it. It's definitely what they're leading to. 
Yeah. Eye for an eye match. Nice. Run it back. <laughs> uh, with, with Seth Rollins on commentary. <laughs> and then Alistair. <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley versus Mustafa Ali was after that for the United States Championship. It was really nice to see Mustafa um, on TV, especially in, in featured in a big match. Um, but Bobby won with a hurt lock. Really fun match. That that was a ton of fun. Um, we had Otis versus Johnny Gargano, where Otis came out on top after a little bit of distraction on Johnny um, from Austin Theory. Um, I think Monday is going to be Theory versus Gargano, which is, that's going to be really good. Yeah. Because those guys have such great chemistry. They do. It's just so nice seeing Johnny back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can already see how Johnny's return is changing Austin Theory's character. Yeah. Which is great. It's giving him, like, substance. Yeah. It's nice. Um, we also had Braun Strowman versus Chad Gable, which was insane. Chad Gable German suplexed Braun Strowman. Yeah. <laughs> My God. That was ridiculous. I feel like, I feel like ever since Triple H took over creative, we've been seeing more out of Chad Gable, um, and just seeing how great of a wrestler he is. Yeah. Well, Triple H was always big on Chad, I think. Triple H in general is really good at uh, bringing out everyone's strengths. Yeah. It's not like Vince. Vince would test his wrestlers. Like like Karrion Cross, for example. He'd, he'd put him in shitty situations and see how he gets himself out of it. But Triple H very much is like, let's just stick to what you know. Stick to what you're good at. You know. And I think I think morale's better yeah. with Triple H around. Yeah. So. Um, we also had Solo Sokoa versus Angelo Dawkins, where Solo Sokoa won with a swinging solo. And that was, that was all the matches in Raw. Um, not a, we also had a little face-to-face with Seth and Riddle with the little interruption from Daniel Cormier. Um, but... It's a weird to have him involved it makes sense though like mma background uh yeah okay um and and oh he was also they showed a clip of him at wrestlemania when seth cashed in and he's a fan of seth rollins um so it, it connects him to both seth and riddle oh okay mm-hmm. right. um and he's kind of been following, like, he's been a fan of wrestling for a while now. Um, but yeah, that was Raw. It was a lot of fun. Raw's probably my favorite show now, honestly. It's just so yeah. rich in story. Yeah, I haven't actually watched a ton of Raw, so... Mm-hmm. I, um, can't quite speak to that, but... I do know that just WWE in general has been more fun, so oh I'm not God. shocked that Raw has followed suit. It's been so great. Yeah. Um, let's see. We also, uh, we're not going to talk about this every week, but AEW Dark Elevation, I didn't watch Dark at all. Uh, Elevation featured two matches that were really good. 
Brian Cage versus Tracy Williams. Tracy Williams, the former Ring of Honor TV champion. Um, this was a, an amazing match. Um, and maybe it'll we'll, we'll see more of Tracy Williams in the future. He's also a former Foundation member. Um, and then also we had Dalton Castle and the boys versus Primal Fear for the uh, Ring of Honor trios uh, six-man title. So... Want to see more of these Ring of Honor guys, Ring of Honor originals on TV? I'd because... like to see more of Ring of Honor in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also had Lucha Bros versus Dante Martin and Tony Deppen, where Penta features some amazing samurai gear. Oh my really? god, it was beautiful. It was stunning. Check that out. Did you watch NXT this week? We watched it together? Yeah, we watched it together. Okay. Um, it was kind of not good. I mean, um, Wrong Brutes versus Pretty Deadly was pretty good until the end. Some of the promos were funny. Yeah, yeah. Some of them were good. Like, Carmel Hayes versus Started Orman, with Pretty so. Deadly. Starting yeah. with Pretty Deadly in like their fucking like little king Powdered costumes. Wigs. So good. They're they're they're, they're wonderful. They are. Um, we had Carmelo Hayes versus Oramenso, which was a lot of fun. Um, that was for uh, oh, that wasn't for anything because they're both no, already just, in the ladder match. Yeah, that was just a little teaser. But also. I don't know, like, you're basically writing off Oro Mensa as one of your potential winners by having him lose to Carmelo Hayes clean. Yeah. No, it wasn't clean, though. I thought Trick got involved. No, Trick didn't get involved. He yelled at Oro Mensa at one point, but he didn't, like, get involved in the finish. No, he did. He did. Did he? Because he took a hit for Carmelo. Hmm. Oro Mensa was going to do something in the corner, and then he took a hit for Carmelo. He was doing his finisher, Carmelo, like, the spinning kick. Yeah. Spinning knee. Yeah. So it was not a clean win. Okay. Okay. Um, and then Butch and Rich Holland versus Pretty Deadly for the NXT tag titles. That was fun until Imperium got involved. Um, yeah, but it made sense. It did. I don't know why. There was the... no one who was going to be able to. There was no one who was going to be able to take the pin. Yeah, I don't know why they had uh, brawling brutes on NXT though. I guess to just was, promote extreme rules. I think it was because also like the allure of having Pete back. Yeah. You know. Although it is kind of distracting everyone chanting bruiser weight when it's not just Pete Dunn there. Yeah. Well. Yeah, whatever. Um what else did we have? Gigi Dolan and JC Jane versus Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. That wasn't very good. No, that wasn't. Um, but Nikita Lyons' fucking finisher is so stupid. I cannot stand it. It's like Zoe Stark gotten this great finisher, which is a, a GT, GTS, but better. Um, yeah. And then she's like, Nikita Lyons, do your split to finish the match. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, I, Nikita Lyons is like a wrestler who just makes me like... Yeah. She's not like that bad per se, but like I just... She's I don't of, know. There's something about her that I can't take seriously. 
She's very one note and her finisher is just a crowd pleaser, I guess. Is it even a crowd pleaser? Do people like I mean, her finisher? People like her ass and yeah, I guess so. Get a pretty <laughs> decent view of that. Yeah. Um I don't know what else there is. Yeah. So it, it pleases some of the people in the crowd, which is mostly men anyway, so Yeah. Yeah. Um We also had Andre Chase versus Von Wagner where for the spot in the ladder match where Von Wagner won. It should have been Andre Chase. I don't know why you would put Von Wagner in that match. It's like somebody handing you like a bowl of gruel and a nice birthday cake and being like the bowl of gruel is better. Mm-hmm. Like Von Wagner is so fucking boring. He's, and Andre yeah. Chase would have added such a fun comedic element to the match. And just imagine Bodhi waving the flag at ringside. Yeah. yeah. And then Andre Chase is about to get the win, but Carmelo cracks the p- flagpole over his back. I'm rating your matches for you, Shawn Michaels. Hire him. Uh, it's yeah. I don't. I don't know what they see in Von Wagner. Like he. He fucks up everything they give him. Because they gave him main event spot, title spot. Fucked that up, off TV for a little while. Bring him back, part of Robert Stone brand. Fucks that up, off TV for a little while. Now he's finally back. Fucking knows what he's doing now. Still with Robert Stone, but like kind of up in the air in, in the mid-card title picture. And Robert Stone doesn't even like do anything that fun anymore. Yeah. He used to be such a fun little guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we also had Lash Legend versus Wendy Chu. Also, is... real quick, I feel very much like, you know, in, um, like, sports press conferences and stuff, like, and they're, they're sponsored by, like, same. Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, sponsored by Pepsi, so they all, both, like, everybody has, like, a cup of, like, Pepsi in front of them or something like that. I yeah. feel like... Welcome to Sponsored by Dr. Pepper. Um, <laughs> but, uh, God, I wish. Lash Legend Anyways. versus Wendy Chu. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm not with Lash Legends any, still. I, I, I don't know. Um, I just worry that she's still too green. Yeah. To be trusted. It's like... <sighs> It's been the same thing since 2.0 started. I don't want to watch people learn how to wrestle on TV. Yeah, especially when she, like, fucking conked Amari... Amari Miller. Whatever her fucking... Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why Amari Miller started saying stupid shit about Sasha Banks. <laughs> she got hit in the head a little too hard. Uh, we also had Julius Creed versus Duke Hudson after Duke was talking shit about Brutus's bruised back. So stupid. And but this, like, it made no sense. This was like five second match. Um, this should have been a lot longer. Yeah. But that's the problem with cramming so many matches in, in the episode. A lot of these matches that could be show stealers, like this one, this could have been. I mean, these phenomenal. are two bona fide wrestlers, like mm-hmm. good ass wrestlers, and just kind of. Yeah, especially when you give a promo to lead up to it. If you're giving a promo to lead into something, give it a little bit of time. Yeah. 
like Lash Legend versus Wendy Chu. I don't know if that's had any lead in at all. It didn't in this episode. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't watched in. That was my first time watching NXT in a couple of weeks, so I. I kind of thought that um, uh, Wendy was still. Um, uh, feuding with uh, what's her face? Tiffany Stratton. Jesus. Oh yeah, we haven't oh, seen her in a cool. little while. I didn't watch last week, but oh. I honestly like. I don't like Tiffany Stratton, really. Mm. But there's something there. Yeah, like, she's I know really there's good. something there. She is, she is so good at her character work. Her character work is really good. Yeah. The wrestling is a little... Mm. It's improving, for sure. It's, it's gotten better with every match. She, she's, one of those, she's one of those next-in-line uh, performers that, that is killing it. Yeah. There's a lot of promise. Yeah, I just, I don't know where she went. I don't know if they're, like, retooling her a little bit or something. Maybe, maybe, because I, I have been thinking about this with a lot of these up-and-comers, like Tiffany Stratton, where they have very eccentric characters, but they can't go on very long because how do you expand on them? Like, Tiffany Stratton is very one-note. Austin Theory and his selfie gimmick is very two-dimensional. Um, and you just can't go on long enough uh, with them being interesting because they are so two-dimensional. I, I I had the same thought about Andre Chase when he started his Chase U gimmick, but they've been keeping that going and, and making it interesting. Yeah. I, um... I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I thought I had, sorry, I thought I had, like, a real thought there, and I just mm-hmm. didn't. Um, we also, after that, had Zion Quinn versus Hank Walker. Um, I don't understand the whole Hank Walker love. Hank Walker's a confusing one for me. I don't get it. He was like, like I kind of don't. I don't hate him. It was fun like, when he had that first match against Javier Bernal. Um, big body Javi. But. Yeah. And I think the thing is, he doesn't have wrestling gear. Like you would think, because this was a booked match. You would think that he would have some kind of wrestling gear instead of just coming out in fucking jeans and, and, and button up or whatever, whatever he comes out in. Um. Give him some gear. It was charming in the impromptu match. Not anymore, though. Um, yeah, and- I um, I'm really, I don't know. It's like, it's weird, and he's also got like his like, like his 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 fun little like band of merry security fucking security men that are like, yeah, good job, buddy. Yeah, like congrats. But then, like, why have him lose? Yeah. I was so confused about the fact he, that he lost. He lost to Zion Quinn, who jobs out to everyone. Yeah. I was, like, I was so fucking... I kind of thought that, like, the point was that, like, he was going to win. Like, kind of, they're going to, like, find a way to get him over or, or something. Yeah. Like, he's, uh, he's like, a prodigy, kind of. Yeah. But no. Like, he's been, like, watching in the shadows for so long, and now he, like... 
knows all about wrestling and how to do like how to work the business and stuff. And he's like been waiting for his shot and now he's got it. And then he loses. And I'm like, you know what? You know what they got to do now? He's got to be what? like, oh, the reason I lost is because I've been in my jeans and button up this whole time. I need some wrestling gear, be able to move, you know, Shows up like Julius Creed next week. <laughs> Fourth member of Diamond Mine, or I guess fifth member if Roddy's still a part of it. Um, I don't know if Roddy's um, currently alive. Roddy's coming back at, at Halloween Havoc. I know that for, for a fact. He's going to play a role in the Damon Kemp, Julius Creed match. I do love the concept that he is still in the hospital. Yeah. I have not. I, I watched the episode where he got like jumped and I have not watched in weeks. And Damon Kemp is like, that's why Roddy's in the hospital. I was like, is he still there? I love that it's Good the Lord. hospital. Like that, that like he hit him with his car or something. Yeah. Um, when is Halloween Havoc, by the way? Is it usually they send people home after a while? Is it this is coming it next week? week? No. Um, NXT Live. Uh, ba 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 ba. Wait, is it? Maybe it is this coming week. Maybe we have another set of predictions to do. Oh dear. Please. We're going to have to drop something. No, no, it's not. Because next week is another um, contendership match. Axiom versus Nathan Frazier. Um, oh, okay. I'm sure it's closer to... Ho when is Halloween? Like, what day of the week is it? I don't need to know the date. Um, Halloween? Uh, it's on a Monday. Oh, so maybe it's like the week before. It's the 22nd. So I think that's uh that's uh a weekend. Looks like a weekend since it's on the same day as a GCW show. And those are all yeah. No. 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 It's on Oh yeah, no, it's on a Saturday. Yeah, it's on a Saturday. Okay, good. So we could do a watch long for that maybe. Oh wait, maybe. no. It might be in Germany. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. We'll worry about it at a different point. Um, so, back to what we were talking about. Um, I think that's all that happened at NXT. Um, I didn't take notes on NXT. But after that, we had Dynamite on Wednesday. This is where I started taking notes. Um, and this is where I checked out. <laughs> so we had a backstage altercation before Dynamite started between Sammy Guevara and Andrade El Idolo, um, where Andrade. I really. What? I sorry. I thought that you were gonna say that there was like a promo where like that happened, like mm -hmm. there was an altercation. I was like, damn, another one. <laughs> um, Andrade was uh, sent home after that altercation, and after various news stories. What we are left with is that Andrade threw a punch, uh, Sammy threw none, um, but it was quickly broken up after that. Um, but, like, Andrade literally said on Twitter that he was going to, that he was, he said he'll see him at Dynamite. So if you're Tony Khan, why do you not send security 
separate them after what happened with CM Punk and the Elite? Why do you not do everything in your power to make sure that doesn't happen again? He's letting the inmates run the asylum, dude. Honestly. Honestly. He's gonna burn the whole fucking place down. Um, I mean, in Andrade's defense, I too would punch Sammy. So. I mean, Eddie would too. <laughs> unfortunately, it seems like a lot of people really don't fucking like the kid. Yeah. And apparently Andrade was told um, prior to the altercation that if he uh, fights Sammy, that won't get him terminated from his contract. And he was like, what? <laughs> no, no. A lot of people thought he would fight Sammy to get fired and then go to WWE. Oh. Yeah. I see. No. But, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's Sorry. just I um, accidentally turned on the robot on my computer. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Um, and and a big thing with this uh, story is that Sammy was not told to leave, was kept in uh, the main event. Um, and like Sammy's whole thing was that he was complaining that it was like that Andrade was hitting him too hard. He was hitting and him too like, hard. Yeah. Andrade was like, "All right, hit me back." Yeah, uh, like, as Andrade said, like a professional, you you hit back in the ring. Um, he named some examples of Sheamus, even the Miz. Um, yeah, and you just settle it there. You yeah, handle it like an adult. Call the receipt. Yeah, but no, 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 and and the 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 weird thing is, the elite didn't throw any punches at all. According to in a news story, they didn't throw a single punch in Brawl Out, um, and they were suspended. Sammy didn't throw any punches, but was still involved in the altercation, and was still in the main event match. And got the pin. And got the pin. Yeah. Like... And and this altercation affected the story at hand, which is that of Daniel Garcia. Everyone was right. chanting against sammy saying you suck uh fuck you sammy while daniel garcia is is given no attention even though this is his story yeah i mean luckily i know that daniel garcia will find a way to commandeer it mm -hmm. yeah. you know like i'm sure he'll be fine yeah um but it is annoying it is i just fucking cats and Sammy. Mm -hmm. Makes me crazy. Yeah. Um, but moving on from that, we had our, the opening match, MJF versus Wheeler Yuta, which was amazing. This was a banger. Um, MJF won via submission. Um, Yuta had an insane splash onto MJF from almost across the ring. Um... They had a bunch of back and forth tumbling pins, which was kind of funny and really entertaining, uh, sports entertaining. We saw a little bit of a of a face turn from MJF or a tease at a face turn. Um, Yuta offered a handshake to MJF. MJF wanted to accept it. Um, Considered it for a while. Yeah, but then Lee Moriarty comes in and attacks Yuta. MJF is like, "Why'd you do that? I didn't tell you to do that." 
Um, yeah. Stokely comes in with the diamond ring, and MJF is like, I don't want this. Yeah. Um, but then <laughs> it was so great. Regal comes in, br- shining brass knuckles. <laughs> Regal, who has done fuck all, like, not fuck all, but like, who's never really gotten himself involved in the Blackpool Combat Club business, like, in the ring, is like, that's my boy. I don't know. He got involved with Chris Jericho. He did to a degree, but, like, I don't know. The way that he was, like, going to defend Yuta felt mm. very, like, more protective yeah. than... Yuta's his son. Yeah. That's his baby. Um... We also had uh, Jay Lethal versus Darby Allen, where Darby Allen won via Last Supper, um, which we saw a little bit of a face turn for Jay Lethal as well. Um, a little bit more likely than MJF face turn, but we'll see. Literally could not describe a match that I'd rather watch less than that match. It was, yeah, it was, it was an all right match, too. Um, I mean, technically, I don't really care. Like, mm. sure. But, like, I, I have to like somebody in these matches. Sanjay. I guess so. Um, but Stop. after that, we had for the TNT Championship, Wardlow versus Brian Cage. Uh, Wardlow won with a powerbomb symphony. This match was fucking amazing. Two beefy-ass dudes. Um, Brian Cage gave a Hurricane Rana to Wardlow. Um... And I think Wardlow did a T. Harris on Brian Cage. Uh, Brian Cage also went for a six one nine. Like these guys are are amazing. It's like Braun Strowman today. Well, yesterday was like running between corners, splashing um, one of the Usos, and Michael Cole was like, "He's so agile." It's like, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Whereas this match, that's agility. Yeah, yeah. Um. And I, I want to see Brian Cage on TV more because he's he's really good. He's so good at what he does. Um, and he's in a great faction now. But maybe they're just waiting for Ring of Honor to get started up. Maybe. Um, and then the end of that match saw uh, uh, the Embassy coming out to beat up Wardlow. And then for the save, FTR and Samoa Joe come out. And that would lead to FTR versus Khan and Toa Leona at Battle of the Belts, um, which FTR won. And apparently that was a great match. Really? Yeah. Uh, we also, after that, had Penelope Ford, Serena Deeb, and Jamie Hayter versus Will Nightingale, Tony Storm, and Athena, where Will Nightingale picked up the win with a doctor bomb onto Penelope Ford. Nice to see Will getting the win. Yeah. Um, um, that led to a brawl post match, and Willow challenged uh, Jade Cargill for the TBS Championship at Battle of the Belts. Which is confusing because, like, Nyla had next. Did she? Yeah. I don't remember that. Listen, this is what I heard. Um, a lot of people were really fucking confused because they were like, well, like, no offense to Willow, but why not Nyla? I mean, to be fair, though, I uh, saw that apparently. <laughs> Nyla came into the match, stole the belt, and ran away. <laughs> so I guess now she's got next. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of annoying. It's like, I don't understand why they didn't. Yeah. 
book her. But you know, also it's the women's division. What am I supposed to? Call? And also, I I do want to see more Willow Nightingale because she's amazing. I, uh, let me try that again. Um, I'm not saying that I don't want to see Willow because I do. I just it's more of a, the problem that Nyla was supposed to have next yeah. than it is seeing Willow. Yeah. Because in a perfect world, and I know this is going to sound crazy, there'd be more than one women's match. So we would realistically maybe get to see everybody that we want to see. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's... here's the thing uh, with Soraya being involved now. Um, although she is clear to wrestle, and uh, I, I'm hoping, even though we... She's not. She doesn't have the best choices when it comes to her personal life, um, but she is very determined to change the women's division, and she's very passionate about women's wrestling. And hopefully, her aggression when it comes to that will make a difference. Because Madison Rain, we we had hopes that she would change things, um, but I don't think she had that aggression that Soraya has. Um, and whether or not Soraya is right or wrong outside of the ring, I think she will uh, put some pressure on Tony to to actually make a change with, with the women. And I think we're already seeing it because we're seeing more women featured, although it's in six women matches. Um, we're seeing Will Nightingale featured more and more. And Penelope Ford, too. Yeah, I just, I'm going to have my gripes until I see the actual change. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure it's going to be a slow change, but a change nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had one of my favorite segments of the week, National Scissoring Day. This was, this was so great. Um, Billy Gunn presented some golden scissors to the acclaimed. Um, it was just a really fun segment. Max Caster opened up about, I didn't realize that he's the son of a, um, an NFL player. And the, oh, yeah. The formerly known as the Washington Redskins. Um, back when they, uh, Washington football team now. Yeah. I don't know if they got a new name after that, but they've, that's where so. they were. Um, but yeah, that's what they went to the Super Bowl as. I forget what year. I think it was uh, Super Bowl seventeen. I think that's the one he mentioned. Um, yeah, he he brought that story up. It was actually really nice. Um, and then Anthony Bowens talked a lot. Made me realize that it's cool that in this fact in this tag team there are two guys really good at talking. Um, yeah. Apparently he was, um, I think he was on Jericho's podcast. Um, and basically he said that with Max Caster, he does crazy shit. And the people backstage are like, hey, can you not do that? And then he does crazier shit. And they're like, uh, can you go back to the other crazy shit? Like, <laughs> which I still, I, I, I'm not a big Max Caster fan, mm. but he is good on the mic. Like, and I can't. Although he had that. that, he had that one bad incident. You can't deny it's changed since that. He was really weird about Julia Hart for like a really long time. Yeah, but since that uh, that one really controversial one, it's it's been toned back a lot. 
he definitely has reined it in quite a bit. And but it's gotten more creative it's... since it's been reined in. Plus yeah. little hanging fruit. Yeah. Um so after all of the scissoring business, uh which Alton Brown also uh posted, I saw that. <laughs> he posted the scissoring. <laughs> what a weird way to find out that he watches wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Good. Amazing. I wish yeah. I I wish uh you know, it wasn't him wearing the shirt. It was like a friend of his that ugly ass scissor uh, scissor me daddy ass shirt. I don't know how that's number one. That is ugly. I think that's why it's number one. <laughs> um, but later on in the segment, Swerve comes out with a rock because rock beats scissors. Ha! Ah. Yeah. He challenged Billy Gunn to a match next week, um, which that that is going to be great because Billy Gunn can still go. Yeah. Um, He's in incredible shape for his age. Oh yeah, but then Mark he Sterling have an old man fight. Yeah, uh, Mark Sterling then comes out with a paper saying "paper covers rock," uh, and he's he's trying to manage the acclaimed, but the acclaimed beat Sterling's ass. Um, I don't know how Sterling is going to continue to tie in with Swerve. I'm hoping that's the end of that. But I doubt it. Um, but that's the end of that segment. And we then get Roosh versus Adam Page. Page wins with the Buckshot Lariat. It was a pretty fun match. Uh, we had Luchasaurus versus Fuego Del Sol. Luchasaurus won via cutthroat. And um, Jungle Boy comes out saying he'll break Luchasaurus. And that match will happen next week in Toronto, Christian Cage's hometown. And then we have the main event, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson. It was a pretty fun match, but Sammy shouldn't have won. No, he shouldn't have. He got rewarded for... Even though he didn't necessarily throw a punch, Uh he got rewarded for shit that he probably should not have gotten rewarded for. Yeah, it should have been been Jericho... Pinning Garcia with a belt shot from Sammy. That would have made a lot more sense. With a belt shot? Yeah, because Jericho hit Garcia with a belt, with a Ring of Honor belt, for Sammy to pin. Um, but it should have been kind of the other way around. And that was that was Dynamite. It was a lot of fun. A couple great matches. Uh, MJF vs. Hewitt is definitely one to check out. Same with Wardlow vs. Brian Cage. Um, then we had Impact, which I think you were asleep for. I slept through most of Impact because I was actually very disappointed that we weren't going to Bound for Glory, and I was like, I don't want to be teased. Mm. And now that I know how Bound for Glory went, I'm actually not that upset that we didn't go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so first match: Frankie Kazarian versus Kenny King, where Kaz won with a rear naked choke. Um, it was kind of fun. We then had this just, was also one of those episodes where like it went on yeah. and on. It was like we were an hour in, and I was like, "Damn, we must be close to the end," because like we've been here for like fifty fucking years. 
Not only five matches, though. Yeah, it was just a weird long episode. Mm. It was one of those go-home episodes. Um, we then had Giselle Shaw versus Mia Yim, where Mia Yim won with Eat Defeat. Um, it was kind of fun. Nothing really special. But Giselle Shaw, she sold the shit out of that Eat Defeat. Oh my god. Really? She, like, flung herself. I love Giselle. Oh, she's phenomenal. She is. Um, we then had Killer Kelly announce her entry into the Collier Shot Gauntlet, which is Royal Rumble-style gauntlet, where you win money in the bank, basically. Um, but then Tasha steals and Savannah Evans attack her, and Tasha says she'll be there, too. Um, we then had a very fun match between Moose and Steve Macklin, with Sammy Callahan as, uh, special ref. This was brutal. Um... And Sammy would look away for every pin. Would uh, whenever there was like some kind of DQ or, or some count against the rope, Sammy would just go, "Good job." <laughs> it was so great. Um, but this Steve Macklin won, but with a Cactus Driver '98 from Sammy Callahan, because he uh. he gave that to both Moose and Macklin, and then just. Through Macklin on top of Moose to win. A great match, and I, I think that ending just made it a lot better. Um, we then had a great segment with a couple of, uh, I forget what impacts, gut check, a couple gut check uh, um, entrants saying they want in on the Call Your Shot gauntlet, but then Joe Hendry walks out of Scott Demore's office, starts singing, saying that he uh, is now in the Call Your Shot gauntlet. Love him. Joe Hendry's amazing. So he glad he's a part of this. Um, and he's such a good mix-up with character, too. Yeah. Um, we then had Swingerellas versus Taya Valkyrie and Jessica. Um, one of the Swingerellas was married to Johnny Bravo and um, ex-fiancés of Johnny Swinger. Oh. Or maybe that's a kayfabe thing, but it's something... It is, uh, I think. Okay. Well, actually, I'm not sure about the Johnny Bravo thing. I think it was she, she's married to Johnny Bravo. Yeah. I think I remember them mentioning that. Um, but Taya Valkyrie and Jessica win with a Sikishi driver from Jessica. Jessica's so great. Oh my god. This gimmick change is so fun. Uh, <laughs> her song, Cause I'm sick. <laughs> I did hear that while I was like half awake. And I was like, this is stupid. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> uh, we then had Matt Taven versus Alex Shelley. Which was nothing special. I'm tired of seeing OGK. I hope that... Actually, I don't know if they lost their titles to Motor City Machine Guns. I don't think they did. I yeah, we would have heard about it. Um, but yeah, it, it was an okay match. Um, I think Alex Shelley won with uh, Shellshock. We then yeah. had the contract signing between uh, Masha Slamovich and Jordan Grace. Which devolved into um, Masha giving a snowplow to Jordan Grace through the table, which was brutal. 
Um, and we'll talk more about Bound for Glory after we talk about SmackDown here. Yeah. Um, so we we caught up on SmackDown this morning. Um, Triple H opened the show, opened up the season premiere. Um, we started with a Bloodline and Logan Paul face-off. Sammy tried the whole time to make people crack. Um, but weird moment in this face-off. Logan Paul called Jay another tribal chief. Saying he's seeing double with him and Roman. It was a very weird moment. Oh, that was weird. I don't know what he was getting at. Um, but it, it didn't make any sense. I think the whole, the whole crowd was confused too because it got no reaction. Um, we then... They are still the tag champions. Oh, great. Yeah. But um, Death Dolls are the new tag champions as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Damn. That's a shame. <laughs> I wanted Vex I, to keep the titles. I'm shocked that they didn't, honestly. They, they're a pretty cohesive tag team. Yeah. Um, we then had Ricochet versus Solo Sokoa, where Solo won with a spinning solo. Um, that was pretty fun. Uh, we had what was supposed to be a match featuring Hiro. Uh, they were attacked by some masked wrestlers prior to the match, and turns out to be Legato, managed by Zelina Vega. That is awesome. Yeah. That is such a cool uh, debut. Zelina is, is a phenomenal manager. She is. Um, and I can't wait if they call up Electra Lopez for the eventual Zelina Vega-Electra Lopez match. I don't think they will. You don't think so? No. I think that we have seen the last of Electra Lopez and uh, Legato. Oh, okay. I think that's why, because, I mean, Electra was kind of their manager for the most part. Um, yeah. So unless Electra, Lo like, unless, like, down the line Electra Lopez shows up, and then, like, she's like, actually, these are my boys, um, I don't see that happening. She didn't have much much of a spark anyway. She has, like, good chemistry with them, but she definitely is not Zelina Vega. Yeah, yeah. And Zelina has a whole new look. She's going to be such a great manager for them. Um, yeah. It, it, this is going to be awesome. She has a whole new look, but also I feel like she might have a different look when we see her again, just because Zelina Vega changes her look based on, like, the weather. Yeah. Um, I wonder if she's going to continue the Queen stuff. She's still queen of the ring. <laughs> Hope that's over. Um, we then had Sonya Deville and Zaya Lee versus Shotzi and Raquel Rodriguez, where Raquel won with the Tahana bomb. Um, then we had Sami Zayn and the Usos versus the New Day and Braun Strowman. This was kind of fun. Uh, it had Jay and Sami bickering a lot, and the New Day and Braun with some New Day tag. Uh, tag offense. Um, then we get a back. Hmm? You well, I was going to say the new day one and poor, poor Jimmy. Oh yeah, I feel so bad for my man. Like stuck in the middle. He's just trying to keep the peace, mm -hmm. and Sammy thinks he's trying to keep the peace, but Sammy certainly is not. Yeah, yeah. But this is what makes the, the Bloodline stuff so exciting. Sammy's the best addition to the Bloodline. 
What so like weird. I think the whole reason that he's on the bloodline or it, within the bloodline right now is solely to crack Roman and Jimmy. <laughs> it is it's my new favorite thing. Like just watching that, watching him like go off, and then watching Roman have to be like. He cracks Jay too. He does, but I, I feel bad for Jay because Jay's got the hardest job because he's got to act like he fucking hates this guy. Yeah. But I mean, like, Roman today was corpsing so hard. Mm -hmm. It was just like. <laughs> felt so bad. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm surprised no Bloodline members are on Extreme Rules. Not a single one. Well, they're running out of shit for them to do. No, because they just got so. I'm sure that the Viking. Well, I. I'm sure that the Viking Raiders are probably the next in line, like to take them on. Maybe, maybe. Um, With their little Sarah Logan again. Yeah, or maybe it'll be the New Day again. Um, we then have. I back... keep forgetting that, like, sorry, I was just gonna say that I keep forgetting that Biggie is like broke his neck. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just like, when is he coming back? Yeah. yeah. I've got to be like, eh, maybe not for a couple days. He's got no more neck brace anymore. Seems to be, seems he's got a lot more range of movement. Um, yeah, he's definitely moving in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but we then had a backstage segment with uh, Maximum Male Models and Max Dupree standing over uh, uh, Mansois and Marseille. And he's like, uh, he's like, I don't know what this is. This isn't who I am. Uh, I'm not Max Dupree. I'm L.A. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> so glad no L.A. Knight's that. back. No one wanted that. And Wade Barrett's, you. Wade Barrett's like, oh, I knew it was L.A. Knight this whole time. <laughs> God. Uh, I love um, how you made Wade Barrett Australian there. I'm not good with, with English and Australian accents. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm so happy to LA Knight's back. He's so good on the mic. So good in ring. Yeah. Um, and he's fighting Mansois next week. And that's going to be a great match. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm glad that we now have a reason for Maximum Male Models to be, you know, in the ring. Yeah. Doing things besides models. Yeah. Um, and then our main event, Sheamus versus Gunta for the Intercontinental Championship, where uh, Gunta won with Sheamus's shillelagh. Yeah, I, I, I'm sad that they keep... Not that they ran it back, because, like, of course, these two are, like, really good together. Yeah. But it's just, like, they keep saying, well, Seamus is, you know, he would, he would have, like, had all the belts. Like, this is the one belt that's, like, evaded him his whole career. And it's, like, okay, if you're not going to give it to him, please stop reminding me. I mean, maybe they have this six-man at Extreme Rules. They run it back a third time in a stipulation match, maybe an I quit match or a maybe. false count anywhere match. Yeah. I just don't know if they've got a reason to, because like, I mean, if brawling brutes win, yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, 
But with Gunta using the shillelagh, the mat is no longer sacred. Yeah, disappointing. Yeah, yeah. We've fallen so far. We have. Um, we also had a, a Rampage and a Battle of the Belts. I, I haven't heard anything interesting coming out of Rampage. Um, Battle of the Belts, I heard FTR versus Khan and T Tio Leona was good. Toa Leona, that's his name. And Jade versus Willow was good too. Um, oh, I heard Pac and Trent was was amazing. Yeah, I guess people are... Some people are... Uh speculating that Pac's going to have a heel turn. Oh, I, I'm... That that sounds very likely. Um, I believe that. Which I almost wouldn't like, just because yeah. I love that Pac... Only because Pac is, like, this begrudging... Not face, but he's a begrudging tweener. Where it's like, know. you would think that he's a full heel, but he's not. It's just... Uh, like Death Triangle just has, like, no personality right now. Or, like, no story... Yeah, that's fair. Not since the whole House of Black stuff. And even then, it was only Pac who had any kind of personality. Well, Lucha Bros on their own have a lot of personality. Personality is the wrong word. Like, story, character, development. They have a good spark. They do, but no no flames. I feel like Lucha Bros have agree. been kind of shit out of luck since they lost the titles. I don't agree with that, but... Mm. I'll let you say it. Um, and then, let's talk a little bit about Bound for Glory. Let me look up some Bound for Glory results. Um, let's see... We had um, Brian Myers' open challenge for the digital media title opening up the Who show. Who ended up challenging him? Huh? Who ended up challenging him? Bandango. Dirty Dango. Oh! Totally proud of that. Yeah. He is now uh, in the impact zone. Um, he's done remodeling houses. <laughs> he's done remodeling houses, and Brian Myers won with a roster cut to win. I like the idea that Fandango was like, well, I've renovated every single room in my house. Nothing else to do. Um, yeah, all right, I'll come back. Oh, should not play that because uh, it'll be heard on the stream. Oh, what? I'm trying to... Because I think Fandango's blonde now. Yeah, he's blonde. Dirty Dango and Joe Hendry in the same promotion. Oh, my God. And they both are blonde, too. Fuck. <laughs> uh Wait, I'm trying to... Let me see if I can find a picture of him. Um, anyhow. We then had the... Um, Raven was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, gave, a, gave a great speech. And then uh, wrapped it all up by giving Tommy Dreamer a, uh, an even flow DDT. Um, then we had Mike Bailey versus Frankie Kazarian for the X Division Championship, and fucking Frankie Kazarian won, I guess. Yeah, I'm disappointed by that. Yeah, they were they were teasing 
Mike Bailey uh, breaking Christopher Daniels' record for most defenses in the shortest amount of time. I think he was two away. Um, or, or he was close. But man, I, I wish he would have made it. He should have. Yeah, they they kept kind of hyping it up in such a way that I was like shocked that they yeah. didn't. I mean, maybe I maybe Mike Bailey's going to another promotion. Maybe they had to do this. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Um, hopefully, Mike Bailey is is gets some good stuff going for him because he's he is phenomenal. He is. Um, he's one of the best lightweights, best cruiserweights in the world right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Then we had Mickey James versus Mia Yim. Where Mickey won and did not uh, does not have to leave. Shocker! Um, I, I really uh, thought that that was going to be the end of it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know what Mickey James' deal is kissing all of her opponents because she did it with Giselle and apparently she did it with Mia too. It's like what Jade it's Mickey's did. special way of saying that she's actually a lesbian. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Miguel, this is at home like... <laughs> hmm. Um, but apparently Mia Yim's contract with Impact is up now. Yeah, that's uh, what I heard. I wonder if she'll go back to WWE, where I'm sure she would like to go, especially now that Triple H is head of creative. Um, or if she'll go to AEW because... Keith Lee... Yeah. Make that travel schedule easier. Yeah. Um but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she'll renew her impact contract. Yeah, I don't know. Because the way that they were talking about it very much made it sound like she was not going to. Yeah. I don't know. Um we then had uh Vexed versus Death Dolls for the knockouts tag cha- uh tag championships where death dolls tie of valkyrie and jessica won yeah i'm disappointed because i really like Je- uh, chelsea and diana as, as champs i was surprised that they won yeah didn't really expect that yeah um but who knows uh where that's gonna take diana and, and chelsea yeah and also, what's going to happen with Rosemary? Um, There's I've... a lot of decay stuff that I don't really understand right now. Yeah. Like, we haven't seen, like, Rosemary's been so, like, caught up in the Death Dolls stuff that, like, she hasn't been around Krazy Steve in a while. Hmm. Or Black Tarus, for that matter. Yeah. I know that Black Tarus and Krazy Steve, I think, are still hanging. They are. Um, Black Tarus has been kind of getting a bit more in terms of X Division stuff, and Crazy Steve has been uh, on commentary for him. Crazy Steve. Yeah, please. Jesus Christ, call him by his name. Um, but after that, we had uh, the Kingdom. I don't know why they're being called the Kingdom. Isn't that another faction, the Kingdom? What does. You know, I don't know. But let me. I want to just know what the fuck. OGK stands for. 
original kingdom. I feel like that makes sense. Well, they are called the kingdom. Oh, maybe. Like OG Me... kingdom. Yeah. I think that's probably what it is. I, I can see how that went down anyway. Like, they were called the kingdom. Another faction came in as the kingdom. And then Taven and Bennett were like, no, we're the OG kingdom. Yeah, that definitely sounds like something that they would do. Yeah. That, that sounds like the perfect logic, actually. <laughs> um, so, apparently Bennett super kicked uh, his wife accidentally. Um, and that led to Taven rolling up Sabin uh, to win. Maria Canales has been taking a couple of hits. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they are still the tag champs. Yeah. We then have the Call Your Shot Gauntlet. Um, let me see some names that showed up here. Um, Eric Young and Joe Hendry started off, which that sounds great. It was Macklin, uh, then Rich Swan, um, PCO next, then Savannah Evans. Um, Johnny Swinger then comes out. Tasha Steele's next, then Killer Kelly. Um, Moose is then out. Then Sammy Callahan. Um, Taylor Wilde showed up. Haven't seen her in a while. Um, she's. Isn't she? No, you're thinking of Kimberly. Thank you. Uh, Taylor Wilde's really good. Uh, yeah, Taylor Wilde. Um, I thought there was like some drama with her contract or something. No, you're thinking Lady Frost. No, I'm not. I oh. there was like, or maybe there wasn't drama. Maybe it was just like one of those quiet like Taylor Wilde is no longer with Impact kind of things. Yeah, maybe. Um, Giselle Shaw then comes out. Um. Let's see. Bully Ray made made a return. Um, then Tommy Dreamer showed up, and then next is Rhino. Rhino's back. Good to see Rhino back after he was sent to the hospital by a uh, Rhino. Sorry, it took me like five years to figure out who the fuck Rhino was. Who'd you think I was talking about? I didn't know who you were talking about. Oh. My brain like went completely blank on that one. Okay. That was bad. Anyways, sorry. Um, Boopender Gujer is the next one out. Um, then Heath. Um, and then Bobby Fish came out to a CM Punk chant. I love it. <laughs> uh, and then Matt Cardona was the final entrant. He's back in Impact. Oh, yay! <laughs> I I'm glad Matt Cardona is is healthy again. We all know you think that. Are you not happy Matt Cardona's healthy? Yeah, I'm really happy that he's healthy. I wish I... he was healthy, but like at home. <laughs> um. So then, Macklin. Uh, it was down to Macklin and Bully Ray. Macklin hit an Olympic slam. Or a near fall, but then Bully connects with the Bully Bomb to win. And so Bully Ray wins the 
Collier's Shot Gauntlet. And he's going to yeah. eventually use it on Josh Alexander? I'm not sure. Um, I think he already did. I don't know. Um, like, I'm scrolling in, like back and forth in fucking impact. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, let me, let me see. Uh, let me see if that happens at any point in the show. Um. Ugh, God. What? Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray are teaming up to fight um, Bay and Ace Austin. Oh, God. Um, I literally can't imagine a team that I'd like to see less. Yeah. So then we had uh, Jordan Grace versus Masha Slamovich for the Knockouts Championship, which I heard this was amazing. I heard this is one you should go out of your way to watch. Um, because okay. these these ladies hit fucking hard. Uh, Jordan Grace wins with a Grace driver off the top rope and retains. Um, and then what do we have after that? Josh Alexander versus Eddie Edwards for the Impact Championship. And apparently, according to Sean Ross Sapp, this is the best main event of Bound for Glory history. Um... Josh got fucking uh, bloody. Did he? I think he broke his nose. Ooh. Or did something within the range of breaking your nose because there, I, I saw a clip on um, I completely forgot what I was even fucking doing um, when I started going through this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, he like got his nose busted open or something. He looked fucking gruesome. Ooh. And also kind of funny because like the way that the blood was, it was like over the top of his nose, so he mm. kind of looked like a <laughs> Um so uh, this involved a lot of honor no more shenanigans. Um but they were kicked out from ringside. And Josh Alexander wins by countering a Boston knee party with a C4 spike. And um, I heard this is also one to go out of your way to watch. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think he called a shot. Yeah, I think he I'm seeing the ring. I'm seeing a replay here. He took out Honor No More with Josh, um, but kind of teased the calling a shot. Yeah. I don't want to watch Bully Ray wrestle. I don't. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. It doesn't not something that interests me at all. Yeah. No, put him back on NWA. Yeah. Alright. Um, so that's that's all of our that's all the recaps for this week. Um you wanna talk about uh top five matches of the week? Wanna decide on those? All You'll right. probably be better off deciding because I was, I'm, I, I, yeah. I, I, I slept through a lot of wrestling this week. Well, I think the best match of the week, since we didn't watch Rampage, Battle of the Belts, or Bound for Glory, um, I think MJF vs. Wheeler Yuta is the best one. I think that's fair. Um, 
I think following that, Brian Cage versus Wardlow. I think that's a good number two. I didn't see that one, so I, I'll I'll defer to you on that. Um, and then Moose versus Steve Macklin, another one you didn't watch. What about um, Seamus and Walter? I I mean I was with that until the end. Okay, that's fair. Um, the end the end ruined it for me. I can I can see that. Um. After Moose and Macklin, I'd say Bobby Lashley and Mustafa. Okay. And picking a fifth one. Um. Man. Maybe Giselle Shaw versus Mia Yim? Maybe? No, Chad, uh, Chad Gable versus Braun Strowman. Okay. Forgot that one was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'd say that's the top five. You vibe right. with that? I can vibe with that one. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Let's make some predictions, shall we? Yeah. Um. Hang on. Let me re-maneuver myself so that I'm sitting in a capacity that I can take Something resembling a note. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Um, okay. What will we be predicting upon first? Let's uh, predict on Extreme Rules. Okay. So, let me pull up the card just to make sure. Make sure I've got everything. Uh, Let's pull up the wiki. Matches. Okay, so first up, Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. Donnie Brook. Based on your, based on your logic, I'm gonna go with um, Brawling. Um, I mean, it is very likely that we'll get a rematch out of this between Sheamus and Gunther, especially considering how this rematch went. And then Seamus could win the big one. I hope he does. No offense to Walter. Or, sorry, Gunta. Gunta. Um, yeah, I'll go with Brawling Brutes too. Alright. Um, then Edge versus Finn Balor in an I Quit match. This is a hard one. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I'll let you you pick first because I already picked mine. No, I want to know what you picked. No, I don't. I don't want to sway your decision at all. You're not going to sway my decision. 
You sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Finn Bauer. Okay. Finn is very much in the need of a win. Um, and we heard news that he was going to get a big push. Um, and I, I think this is the start to it. We've also been seeing more of Judgment Day. And the the key is Rhea Ripley here. And I think Edge said Beth Phoenix will also be there. Um, and I think Rhea is going to take out Beth. And I, um, I actually chose Finn Balor. We're the same there. Yeah. Um, next is Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship. I I feel a little crazy. You know, Bailey? I think so. The thing is, is the story Bianca is gonna take out all the horsewomen? Is that the story? And then Charlotte Flair is the last one. Is she the final boss? Or does this lead to Bailey versus Becky at Mania? That could also happen. But you you also got to think, when does the White Rabbit stuff come into play? I don't think it comes into play here. You don't think Why would so? Why it come into play here? Alexa Bliss. Uh, I don't think Trips is touching that with a t- You don't think so? No. I hope not. <sighs> um... I'm going to go with Bianca, especially if you're going with Bailey. Okay. All right, next up, we have Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strat match. I already have my pick. This this is an okay. easy one. Go on. Karrion Cross. I hate to say it, but I think I agree with you on that. Uh, the thing is... A win for Drew does nothing for him. A win for Carrion puts him, like, like, jumps him so far forward. Yeah. Um, and, and Drew taking the loss here, it, it won't hurt him at all. It really won't. Yeah. Um, and also, you think about it, um, think about the go-home math. Because with, with Triple H, we don't know how his go-home math works. With Vince, it was very easy. It was like, whoever yeah. stands tall. But in a way, when they replayed on SmackDown the confrontation between Karrion and Drew, Drew kind of stood tall. Because every time Karrion would come out from behind Drew, attack him, and would would beat his ass, although Drew was laid out by the end here, he... Uh, he turned it around. He attacked Carrion out of nowhere. So in a in a sense, Drew is the one standing tall. Carrion had to act out of self defense. Uh, 
Yeah. I see what you're saying. I think I think this is all carrion. I uh I I agree. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but I agree. Okay. Uh next up, Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins in the fight pit. Uh this one's easy for me. Is it? Yes. Who are you saying? Matt Riddle. I'm saying Matt Riddle too. Daniel Cormier is gonna screw the finish for Seth. And also Matt Riddle has experience with the fight, but he knows the fight. Yeah, yeah. And and Seth has been on like he's he's had the upper hand in every confrontation, even in just the promos. Like he he has been he's had a leg up this whole time. Um I think this is gonna be where Riddle turns it around. Um all right. So we're agreed on that. And then finally, what might be the main event? Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Extreme Rules. Um, just based on principle, I'm choosing Liv. This one's so tough. It is. Because Liv could win, and I think Ronda's been... Like, she's been adamant that she doesn't need to be in the title picture. Um, but it's, it's, I, I feel like Charlotte is gonna, I know I mentioned Charlotte already for Bianca and, and Bailey, but Charlotte, it feels like she's gonna come out for this. Liv versus Charlotte, that might be the match. Or Ronda versus Charlotte. Ugh, nobody wants to see that again. I don't think they'd run that back. <laughs> you don't think so? No. <sighs> it's tough. It is... Do they give Liv the clean win? Because she didn't have one against Ronda. Either against Ronda were not clean. Well, they're is really no room for a not clean win because it's extreme rules. True. True. The thing is, if Ronda wins, what do they do with Liv? And I think that's the question that determines my prediction. I think I'm going to go with Liv here. Okay. So that means we're just different on Bianca and Bailey. Yeah. But you know what? What a manageable amount of fucking matches. Yeah. And all of these are going to be phenomenal. Yeah. It's almost like you don't need 41 matches in a fucking pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, do we want to make a prediction on where the White Rabbit will appear? Yeah, we can. I think I know where. Where? Carrion Cross and Drew. Oh, really? You think Carrion's gonna be a part of it? Yeah, I think somehow. I'm I'm gonna say Liv Morgan and Rhonda. I think Liv's gonna be a part of the White Rabbit thing. 
because she wanted to be Sister Abigail. And okay. they're, then they're posing that match as the main event. And I don't see that being the main event unless either Charlotte Flair comes back or lives involved in the White Rabbit. All right. That's fair. All right. So now let's do some predictions on New Japan Pro Wrestling's Declaration of Power. And this one should be a lot quicker because there's less to uh, talk about with this. Yeah. So let's see if I can find a card cage match. All right. So first match, David Finley, Ren Narita, and Robbie Eagles versus Suzuki Goon, which is Doki, El Desperado, and Kanemaru. That's easy. I'm going with Suzuki Goon. Are you? I am not. Really? You're going with uh, Finley, Narita, and Eagles? Yeah. Oh, wait. Where is this? Oh, no, it's Tokyo. No, Ren Narita already had his homecoming. I think Ren Narita's there to just eat the pen. I think Kanemaru's there to eat the pen. Or Doki, for that matter. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm glad we disagree on this, honestly. I, I'm glad we are. Alright, so next up, Dangerous Techers versus TMDK, which is Badu Tito and Shane Haste. I'm picking Well, I know what I'm going for. Dangerous Techers. I have to. Me too. They're my boys. I, I'm going for that too. Um, let's see. Next up we have Hikaleo, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Ryusuke Taguchi versus House of Torture, Evil, Sho, and Yujiro Takahashi. Oh. Okay, Hikaleo who? Hikaleo, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Ryusuke Taguchi versus Evil, Sho, and Yujiro. And this one's kind of tough. There's no one there to kind of eat the pin... Maybe Yujiro? Um, I'm going with Yujiro, um, Sho, and Evil. Okay. I'm going with Hikuleo, Tanahashi, and Taguchi. I just think that Taguchi is a pretty good person to eat the pen. Okay. I, I, I'm thinking that Yujiro is going to eat the pin. Sure, just, there's, there's people on both sides. Yeah, and, and Hikuleo just broke up from uh, Bullet Club, so they might want to have this be a stand-tall uh, moment for him. I see. Um, next, we have Bishamon, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi versus United Empire, which is Great Okan and Jeff Cobb. Is this for anything? No, this is not for anything. This is tough. This I is go definitely with, uh, Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely like to lead up to uh, tag league. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna say United Empire as well. 
Uh, next we have an eight-man tag match. Oh god, please read the name slow. Uh, Los Ingo Bernables, which is Bushi, Romu Takahashi, Sonata, and Tetsuya Naito versus United Empire, which is Aaron Hinare, Francesco Akira, TJP, and Will Ospreay. I give up. I'm just gonna write United Empire. <laughs> My brain like is um is having one of those days where like you say things to me and I hear them once and then they are out of. <laughs> um. Going with United Empire. I am too. Like, I I wish I hadn't picked United Empire for the last one. Um. But I don't think there's anyone on United Empire to take a pin here. Like, there's Bushi on LIJ. Um, United Empire would be Akira, but him and TJP are the junior tag champs. Alright, so next, what was supposed to be Taiji Ishimori versus Kushida is now Taiji Ishimori versus Master Wado. Not for the title. I'm going with Taiji. I'm going with Taiji as well. Um, next up, for the King of Pro Wrestling title, in a Who's Your Daddy match, we have Shingo Takagi versus El Phantasmo. Huh. I'm going with Shingo. Um, man, the, the, the KOPW stuff has screwed me over before. Mm-hmm. Um, and L LP would be a great, a great KOPW champion. Um, and imagining Shingo calling LP daddy, that would be hilarious. That would be. But it's whether Ghetto would want to go with that or not. Um Ooh. You know what? Just to be just to have a different choice from you. I'm gonna go with LP. Okay. So next we have I changed the wrong prediction. <laughs> Next, we have uh, Kazuchika Okada versus Jonah. Not for anything. I don't think they have anything, do they? I think this is happening because uh, Jonah beat Okada in the G1. I'm going with Kazuch. I am too, because they might do one for one and then have a, I don't know, a tiebreaker or something. Um, and then finally, the main event for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, Jay White versus Tamatanga. Imagine Tamatanga wins. How fucking crazy would that be? That'd be insane. <laughs> That'd be awful. <laughs> be That's the... why I'm being Jay White. Me too. That would be the worst decision Ghetto would ever make. 
Um, okay, so those are our cards, our predictions. Um, we have Extreme Rules tonight, I think starting at 7. I don't know if there's going to be pre-show. I think there was a pre-show at the last pay-per-view. So there might be one this time. Um, I, yeah, we won't, we won't be doing a, a recap next weekend because I'm going to be going, I'm going to be leaving to go to my parents and then go to Frankfurt that weekend. Kentucky. Frankfurt, Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, so we will. Imagine that's where the flight's actually taking you. <laughs> you get off and you're like, wait a second. I mean, we could tr we could try to do it. Uh, it'd be tough on my laptop. It's up to you because you're the one who would have to do the undertaking. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to do it solo. I definitely don't. I feel or, like you know what? with the new format, it's much better. You could do it from, from my computer. That way I just have to call in from my laptop. Okay. You could try that. Do a little test. Yeah, you can try that. Yeah. I feel bad skipping so many weeks of podcasts just to say, yeah, oh, I'm going to skip some more. Um, but I we'll, mean, are you even going to watch wrestling, though, in Germany? So we'll have to probably skip one. I mean, I'm probably going to be... I'm going to be working. Um, so I'm going to have... I, I'm, it might be able to watch some wrestling. I'm gonna have that time anyway. Yeah, I guess so. Um, you're more dedicated to catching up on wrestling than I am. Yeah, I know. I'm very much a if I didn't see it, then I didn't see it. Which is very frustrating, especially when we have a podcast about wrestling. What? Nah. All right, you wanna you wanna play a little game? Sure. So let me see if I can find um, the the. We're gonna do a little a little tier tier maker. Let's see. Um, what did I name it? Wrestling championship reigns. We we are gonna tier rank championship reigns. Um. Oh, here we go. I found it. Yes. Let me uh, share this screen. Add source. Should have done this beforehand. <laughs> they changed up the, the stream labs. Thing. Oh, did they? Yeah, so I'm still trying to figure out all the where all the buttons are. Alright, window capture. Okay. Let's make it the right size. Okay. Let me see if I can add us in there too.
Okay, there we go. So, um, we've got a bunch of title reigns here, and it's title reigns that we have witnessed start to finish live. So, Romans is not on here. Okay. Um, Kenny's is on here because we, we, we watched replays of his win and we were there for 99% of it. Um, so there are a total 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 title reigns that will rank from S tier to F tier. Um based on, you know, our, our feelings of them, whether we like them or not, whether they were, uh, whether they raised the title and uh, increased the prestige of it, whether the title reign was impactful, um, or if it was a complete sham. And this is, this is every title reign that we have witnessed, every world title reign. And there have only 19. We've only seen 19 title reigns in amongst every wrestling promotion we watch. So WWE, mm. AW, Impact, New Japan, NXT, even Ring of Honor. Wow. So first up, <laughs> let's start. Uh, let's start. Let's start from the bottom. Keith Lee and the NXT Championship. Um, so Keith had his title, uh, his North American title taken away from him, um, over the phone. So what was supposed yeah. to be a double, double reign, uh, was, was cut short, just made a single reign. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it I think he lost it to Carrion. Yes, I believe so. So, not the best. No. Where where would you put put Keith Lee's reign? Had a great start. Um, Definitely had a great start. It had a great start. But that start was okay. also muddied by uh, Indus Share spoiling it. Yeah, which is why he had to relinquish the title. Yeah. I'd probably put it somewhere around B or C. B or C? I'd, I'd go for D. It was very, it was very short. Really? Okay. The uh, it it was like the the lead in was like really good mostly, and then it just fell off. Maybe yeah. uh, okay. D. Yeah. All right, now Kenny Omega and the AEW Championship. I, I oh, well, that's like A. I think it's S tier. Sure. I mean, started phenomenally, had a, had a phenomenal run through and through, made him one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, uh, and ended in a way that really put over his, his relationship with Hangman. Had a great cap to him. Um, and he elevated that title more than anyone. He did. He definitely did. He is, like, synonymous with that title, in my opinion. Yeah. So... Think an S tier, A tier? We'll do S. Okay. 
Big E in the WWE Championship. Oh, we can put that down around uh, F. Yeah, I mean, who do you lose to, Brock, in like a fatal four-way? Yeah, I think so. Won it cashing in and not even like, it was an opportunistic cash-in, which isn't great as a babyface. No, didn't he announce that he was going to do it? He did announce it, but it was also opportunistic. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, not, not, not a great reign. No. It's, he, he still carried it pretty well, like, as champion, so I wouldn't meet, I wouldn't put in F. Like, it made me, like, it's not like when he had the belt, I was like, oh, fuck this guy, you know? Yeah. So I'd say E. Not the worst, the worst. Okay. Samoa Joe, NXT Championship. Oh, God. <laughs> How long did he have this? Like, a week? <laughs> yeah, um, we can put that one down around us. That was bad. Yeah, that, that was a bad rain. That was a really bad rain. Uh, Moose and the Impact Championship. Oh, this was a great rain. I put that up around A, I think. Yeah. The, the, the way he got it, spearing Josh in front of his family, and the way he lost it with uh, Josh mounting that, that comeback that we watched yeah. live. That was such a great rain. Oh, my God. That was. That was a really good rain. All right. Finn Balor. Oh, wait, wait. Where did you oh. put it? Oh, I put A tier, like you said. Okay. Uh, Finn Balor in the NXT Championship. Ooh. Oh, the one that he eventually, when he got back after carrying cross, got injured, and and they gave it to him again. I don't know where would you put this. I think I put this in the middle of the road. I'd probably do B. He was a great champion. Um, who do you lose it to? Was it Carrie? Carrie, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was Carrie. It's, I'd say C. He was a great champion, but it felt very filler. Yeah. Like, it wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next up, Jonathan Gresham and the Ring of Honor Championship. Oh, um, uh, he kind of kept Ring of Honor alive after it died. He did. I would probably put that up around A. A, yeah, not quite S because of how it ended. Yeah, the way it ended was pretty shit. Um, but for a number of reasons, he he put a lot of prestige on that title, bringing back the original championship, um, and and carrying it through every promotion he could. Um, defended against some of the best in the world. Yeah. Um, next up, Christian Cage in the Impact Championship, which he won from Kenny Omega, lost to Josh Alexander. Yeah, I think he defended it once against Ace Austin. Yeah, it wasn't really good. Let's say, like, D. Yeah, that was not a good one. I'd say E, even. You'd say E? Yeah. Okay. It's not memorable at all. No, I. You said that, and I was like, "Did we see that?" <laughs> now, speaking of not remembering, Randy Orton and the WWE Championship. 
when you oh, won he it for the, the brief time when you won it from Drew at Hell in a Cell, and then Drew won it again later on. That was an incredible match. Yeah. Um, but I would say it was not a very good title. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember who he defended against, what he was like when he was champion. <laughs> he didn't have it very long because I think Drew got it back like five seconds later. Yeah. So maybe. God damn it, computer. Stop giving me notifications. Can I turn on Do Not Disturb? Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably do, like, I'd probably do E. E? Okay. Uh, can we move Biggie up to really D? Because I feel like the people we're putting in the E section are so much worse than Biggie's title. Yeah, record. I think that's fair. So I'll put Randy in E. Biggie was a really good champion. He was, for... The small period of time. Yeah. I mean, even he said that he didn't like his championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next we have Ilya Dragunov and the NXT UK Championship. Uh, amazing reign. That amazing reign. ended very unfortunately. Yeah, but that's... I don't feel like we can hold that against him. No, but this isn't judging him. It's judging the rain. B? Yeah. B, B's a good spot. B's a good spot because... I mean, he, he won it being beating the best, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. One most unstoppable. Yeah. Um... In a, in a phenomenal match. He just didn't defend it very much, I don't think. He defended against Devlin. Joe Coffey. Um, I think a couple more times. Wolfgang. I think Wolfgang was the one he got injured in. Yeah. So, B, yeah, B's a good spot. Uh, Karrion Cross in the NXT Championship. Oh, God. <laughs> Remember when you showed up on, on Raw with the NXT Championship? I'd put that around, like, C or D. That was bad. I, I, I do D. I do D. He had, he had a good aura as champion, and that, that um, in-your-house match was pretty decent. The one where he wrestled all the other champions. Oh, yeah, that was actually a really good you liked that match a lot. I liked it, but not because of his involvement. Everyone else's I liked. True. True. That's fair. Uh, now, Bobby Lashley in the WWE Championship. He was a phenomenal champion. How do you lose it, though? Biggie. To the Miz. No, no, no. He won it, fr he won it from the Miz. Oh, yeah. Drew lost it to the Miz. Gotcha. Um, so he won it from The Miz in a, in a very fun sequence. Yeah. Um, lost it to Biggie in that cash-in, so putting Biggie over. Good start, good finish. Great. I think it was Rain. We got a lot of really good, um, 
matches too, like the WrestleMania match with him and Drew. Yeah, and and the way he carried that thing, like he he, it it fit him. It fit him real well. Yeah. I'd say A. Okay. Um, Tommaso Ciampa and the NXT Championship. I mean, he 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 brought us into two point pretty well. Won it from Samoa Joe. Yeah. Lost it to Braun Breaker. Which I don't think it was really remarkable. I'd probably put it around C. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, Claudio Castagnoli and the Ring of Honor Championship. Oh, please. Put that low. <laughs> low, low, low. It wasn't that bad of a reign. He just didn't fight anyone notable. Until losing it to Chris Jericho. Yeah. Won it from Gresham. Not a very great match. Well, it was a good match, but not... Not what it should have been. Yeah, it was a match fraught with issues. I'd say I'd say D. No, E. I'd put it in E. Um. So next, Brock Lesnar and the WWE Championship. Uh, who did he even defend against? Roman. He won it from no. Big E. He lost it to Roman. He was fine? A little, I don't think he had it for very long. Uh, no. He didn't. Maybe, uh, maybe D with Big E. Yeah. Alright, Hangman Adam Page in the AEW Championship. This is not a good reign, really. It was cut very short. One spectacularly, but cut short by CM Punk. Yeah, I'd put this around C or B. I, I... I was thinking C. Yeah, it just wasn't satisfying. He he. It, it didn't make me want him more as champion, but it was unfortunately cut short. Yeah. All right, next, Drew McIntyre and the WWE Championship. Put that up in the S tier, baby. He he was a phenomenal champion. Um, he was. some great feuds. Uh, it's just unfortunate he didn't have that reign in front of a crowd. Yeah, he deserved to win that um, again at WrestleMania. He he lost it to uh, uh, Randy Orton, um, but or was clashed, rather. Sorry. but then won it back at uh, Randy Orton in in a phenomenal feud that was very emotional, um, and then eventually lost it to the Miz in a cash in, who then lost it to Big E. So. Who then lost it to Bobby Lashley. Oh, Bobby Lashley, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, you got your bees confused. Um, it was a very, yeah, no, that was... it was a phenomenal baby face reign, which is very rare. Yeah. He really held that fucking, he held the company together through COVID. Yeah, especially as a first time champion. It's rare to get those 
uh, a great first time champion reign. Yeah. And after everything he'd been through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, the only IWGP World Heavyweight Championship reign on here, Kazuchika Okada. I'd put that up in the S. Really? I mean, Who did he maybe A. Against? He defended against a lot of people, I think, didn't he? He won it um, against Shingo and then Osprey, which is a good, a great start. Then lost it to Jay White after the G1. No, yeah. At Dominion. He lost it at Dominion. Who, who did he even defend against? He, he lost a ton. He lost a ton during uh, warm-up matches. I know that for sure. Yeah. He didn't the warm-up matches do kill things. Yeah, especially for, for uh, world champions in, in New Japan. Yeah. I don't know. I, I put this maybe in C. Okay. Because a lot of it was like, LOL, Okada wins. Um, especially okay. since, like, it, I don't know, it didn't do much for him. Um, but the beginning was was phenomenal. Shingo and yeah. and uh, Osprey, and finally the last one, CM Punk in the AEW World Championship. <laughs> oh boy! Not not the best start. Out. Taking it off hanging. Not the best. Not the best finish. Not the best finish. Not the best two finishes. Because it ended twice. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, God. How did the first one even end? Oh, it was... Uh, he got injured, so they had the interim. They got yeah. injured again. So they didn't even bother with interim. Yeah, they were like, we can't keep this man together. He's held by duct tape. Yeah. Um... Oh man, I don't even know. Who did he defend? No, he didn't defend it at all. Not no. once, because he got injured winning. He got it. injured in the match when he won, yeah. No way, no. I think he, he had one defense. Because I don't think he got injured winning it. Or did he? He got injured trying to buckshot Lariat. Oh, wait, no, he got injured in, like, a tag match after winning it, right? I thought he got injured in the match. Here, wait, there, there's an easy way to figure this out. CM Punk cage match. Um, matches. So, he won it from Hangman. And then was in uh, him and FTR versus Max Caster and Gun Club uh, a couple days after. And that's where he got injured and he was out for two months. That's where he tried to buckshot Lariat, got injured. Um, and then won it off of... Oh no, lost it to Mox. Oh yeah. Yeah, lost the unification to Mox in three minutes. 
and then one it from Mox, got injured again. Didn't defend it at all. So, F tier? Yeah. Yeah. Very bad. Very bad rain. All right. So, S tier, we've got Kenny Omega and, and Drew McIntyre. A tier, we've got Moose, Jonathan Gresham, and Bobby Lashley. B tier, we've got Ilya Dragunov. C tier, we've got Finn Balor, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Hangman Adam Page, and Kazuchika Okada. D tier, we've got Keith Lee, Big E, Karrion Cross, and Brock Lesnar. E tier, we've got Christian Cage, Randy Orton, and Claudio Castagnoli. And then F tier, we've got Samoa Joe and CM Punk. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, we'll do more fun stuff like this in the future. Um, be diff we, It won't be like the same thing every week. We'll, do, we'll mix it up. Um, come up with something fun for next time. So, we won't be doing a live watch-along for Extreme Rules, unfortunately. We'll be watching that alongside the, the MLB wildcard game. Um, we what, what time is Declaration of Power? Because maybe we could do a watch-along of that? I didn't even know it was happening. It's happening on State State. Maybe. And if it's in Japan, it's happening um, probably yeah so no no life watch along it's happening on monday okay um so no watch along of that but we'll go over our predictions during the next show maybe even on uh the 2k22 stream on tuesday but rest assured my championship will stay in my hands the egg of power I've got to find a new outfit for it. You're, you don't need to, because you're never going to get this ever again. Uh... Sorry. <coughs> it's mine, though. And it will always be mine. So, Extreme Rules tonight. And then, um... Declaration of Power on Monday. Those will decide the fate of the championship. And then, um... We'll figure out what to do predictions for next. Maybe... I mean, I mentioned Triple Mania. Could be a fun one that neither of us know anything going into it. Um, but it's all dependent on if we can even do the podcast next weekend. Sure. Remote. Um, follow us on Twitter at Pinfall Podcast to stay in the know on if we do end up doing that. Liz, would you like to close out the show? If you tuned in today, I usually say tonight, if you tuned in today, Thank you so much. And if you tune in the future, thank you so much. And if you tune in on Spotify, thank you so much. I'm sorry for not putting out any episodes. Um, I love you. Happy, happy Italian Heritage Day. Or Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah, whichever you choose to celebrate. Um, let us know if you like this new format. Yeah. It definitely opens up for more wrestling conversations. Less regimented. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, yeah, stay in the know on Twitter at Pinfall Podcast on, on whether or not we'll be going live next weekend. Um, YouTube, Twitter, Spotify, Twitch, it's all Pinfall Podcast. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza Elaine23. And we'll see you all on Tuesday for 2K22. Um, it is the go home to Clash of Champions. Uh, and that I don't know when we'll be doing that stream. Um, maybe later in the week. Why not? We could. If we're not doing anything. Yeah. Sure. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. Follow and subscribe as always. We'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great rest of your weekend. And hope you all enjoy Extreme Rules. Bye-bye.